I have just recently returned from the NorCal wilderness. I had a nice two and a half week break. You may not have noticed though, because of course I had videos scheduled the entire time I was gone. But now I'm back and I'm ready to record some new videos for you. Welcome back to the swamp my friends. It's good to see you made it back for another episode. Today I'm going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true outdoor horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future video, be sure to submit it at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. Before we jump right into these stories though, I just wanted to remind you guys about my partnership with Chilling. I wanted to make sure that you take advantage of the free trial if you haven't yet. Right now, for a limited time, Chilling is giving away an Xbox Series X bundle giveaway. That includes an Elite Series 2 remote, Forza Horizon 4, and Xbox Series X. All you have to do is sign up for the free trial. That goes for new and old subscribers. Come join us over on the Chilling app, it's revolutionary. You'll find exclusive stories there that you won't see or hear anywhere else. You can change the ambience from rain, to thunder, to fire, to whatever you may like in the background without interrupting the story. You'll find exclusive narrators over there like me, Let's Read, Being Scared, Your Maker, and others. Come join us over on the Chilling app today. You can come find us in the link in the description down below for a free trial. I grew up in a small southern town. When I was a kid back in the 70s and 80s, it was normal to ride our bikes everywhere, wade in nearby creeks and play deep in the woods. Where we lived, there were hundreds of acres of woods. There were several spots we could pretty much just enjoy playing where odd-shaped trees grew, grapevines hung over bank edges, or where clearings gave way to the joys of sunshine and wind. One of our favorite spots was relatively small with several crooked trees we could bounce on. It is hard to describe if you are not familiar with the wooded areas around here. This area is like an exceedingly small valley. It gets extremely hot in the south, so a valley with towering trees also gave us some good shelter from the hot summer sun. My sister and I had been playing for quite a while and were getting pretty hungry. She went to the house, which was not very far away, to make some sandwiches for us. I watched as she walked off. As I stood thinking about clearing away some unwanted branches, I got this very odd feeling. I noticed it had gotten incredibly quiet, which sent a chill down my spine. Then, I saw something. I saw a shadow of someone or something that was standing on top of the hill behind me. At first, I thought it could be the owner of the property who was kind of an elderly gentleman. He was normally nice, but he was not this tall nor this slim, and he would have spoken to me, I'm sure of it. Now, as a ten-year-old, I had learned that if I closed my eyes upon seeing a scary thing, it would be gone when I opened them. Maybe this sounds odd, but when I did this, either what I saw became explainable or simply would be gone and filed away as a figment of my large imagination. I closed and opened my eyes. The shadow remained. My heart was racing. I was frozen. Again, I closed and opened my eyes. The shadow remained. I noticed it moved its arm slightly. I continued to close and open my eyes, but this shadow was very real. I felt its stare. 
I have no doubt that it was watching me intently. After what seemed like forever, I heard my sister walking back. I watched her as she made her way back with the sandwiches in hand. She was talking, but when she saw me, she stopped and asked what was wrong. I looked down again at the shadow, but it was gone. I was no longer frozen in fear and told her we needed to go home. I started running. My sister was so afraid she dropped our sandwiches as we got to our yard. I told her what I had just seen. Even as a 10-year-old, I was very practical and very skeptical. I decided to go back the next day at the same time and study shadows from that hill. My sister came with me, though she was afraid. I had her stand on the hill and stood where I had stood the day before, but my sister's shadow was normal. I tried several things, but I could not explain away the shadow I had seen. It was very tall. I estimated the height of the creature to have been at least seven feet tall. I have seen a lot of strange things in my life. I can find logical explanations for most of them, but I know the shadow I saw in the forest that day was real, and it was not a human. I never saw it again, but I will never forget it. Hello, my name is Mason, and I have a story to tell you. I'm sorry if my English isn't that great. It is not my native language. Now, let us get in with the story. When I was 13 years old, my parents had a divorce, and I had a pretty hard time, and so did my brother Jack. So my mom thought it would be a good idea for a move, you know, have a new start. We moved into a new house, not far away from where we had lived before. The house was nice, and we also had a forest nearby. During the first three days, we unpacked our stuff. My brother and I loved to explore the woods behind our house. At daylight, it was just beautiful, walking around and listening to the birds singing. One day, my mother had a meeting in another city, and in the evening she left. She would not be back for around three days or so. My brother, who was five years older than me, was supposed to look after me. But around 9pm, Jack got a call from one of his friends and wanted to go out did not call my mom because he knew that she would say no, so he told me to stay in the house and that he will be back at midnight. So we left and at first everything was cool, sitting home alone watching TV shows and I was eating whatever snacks that I wanted. Then I got bored and I got the great idea to go explore the dark woods. I was sure it would be exciting being on my own in the woods at night. So I took my flashlight and went out. Of course, I locked the door behind me. It was a warm night. I went to the trees and followed a path. At first, it was pretty nice, hearing the owls and the animal noises, until I heard a typical horror movie stick break. It was right next to me, and suddenly, all the noises in the woods died. It was complete silence. My heart was pounding. I turned my head and saw a dark figure crouching with its back facing towards me. I thought my mind was playing tricks on me at first, but then the figure stood up. It had to be the same height as me. And as it came closer, I honestly began to swallow my tears and bravely asked, Who, who are you? The figure giggled. I shined my flashlight at it and my stomach dropped. I stood face to face with myself. 
he or I had a wide grin on his face and giggled. It looked exactly like me, but one thing excluding that I stood in front of my twin bothered me more. The other me had its eyes wide open, like his grin, and then he reached out for me. The hands were it. The fingers were thin as if they were like pencils, and there was blood all over them. I nearly fainted from fear. Then I snapped out of my paralysis and dropped everything I had carried with me. I ran for my life. I heard the thing behind me, laughing and running hysterically. I got to the tree line and sprinted towards the house. Luckily, I kept the keys in my trousers. I rushed inside and locked the door. I was crying now and sat behind the door, freaking out. A couple of minutes later, somebody knocked at the door. I screamed and backed up from the door. The door flung open and I screamed, Get out! I closed my eyes, cried, screamed when somebody touched me. I hit whoever it was. The person gave me a hard slap to the face. What's wrong with you? I opened my eyes. My brother was completely shocked. He stood in front of me. Behind him was one of his buddies. I could not stop crying and sniffed. I then reached for my inhaler. My brother helped me onto the couch. I was shaking and hyperventilating. Then one of his friends, I believe his name is Cole, asked, Dude, what happened to you? I now saw that my legs were covered in blood. I began to speak with a shaky voice when I finished the story. My brother was angry. At first he said, I'm going to beat that asshole up. But then I got to the part with the hands. They all went silent. The blood on my legs was not mine, by the way. I still have no ideas who it was. I am shaking right now. Remembering this story has kept me up for nights and nights on end. Neither I nor my brother ever wanted to tell my mom what happened that night. But two months after the incident, they found a body in the woods. It was a little boy. I freaked out and told the police everything, but of course they did not believe me. We moved shortly after that. I am very thankful for this. Thanks for listening to my story. It helped to write that down, and it feels good to share it with other people. Hey Swamp Folk, sorry to interrupt these stories, but today's episode has been sponsored by HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh, you ask? Well, with HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients, and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. You can try HelloFresh's quick and easy meals, 15 to 20 minute dinners, breakfast on the go, and more easy options, perfect for your busy lifestyle. Honestly, I've been using HelloFresh for nearly two years now, and I absolutely love this service. It has expanded my palate, and I can try new meals from all over the world at any time. So, if HelloFresh sounds like something that could help your life, be sure to go to HelloFresh.com Swamped14 and use code Swamped14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com Swamped14 and use code SWAMPED14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Come find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Now, 
Let's get back to the stories. To give a little bit of context, I'm a 28-year-old man. I'm 6'1", 260 pounds, born and raised in the middle of the Corn Belt in Illinois. At the time of this incident, I was 22 or 23 years old. I had been a fisherman and hunter since I was a child, and my dad and I always hunt family land. We were out one day during muzzleloader season, basically modern-day muskets for those who do not know. I am sitting in my tree stand when I look to my left and see a strange yellow light coming from the timber. It was coming from the direction my dad was in, so I take a picture of it with my phone and send it to my dad asking if that was him. Right at the same time, he was doing the same thing to me. We get to texting about it more, and I notice there is a second light about an hour later. We arrange a spot to meet when darkness falls. We meet there, we pull our flashlights out, and look in the direction the light was coming from. And there is a path of tiki torches in the middle of the woods. We ended up calling the sheriff's station to have them come look. They followed the path up to a clearing in the middle of a thick part of the trees, and there are more and more tiki torches arranged in a pentagram. In the middle of that pentagram was a jawbone and six wild berries. This was made even weirder by the fact that I was out on that same piece of property a week earlier with my uncle, and we had both heard a gunshot from that same spot. Neither of us or the sheriff's department found anything else but I still feel like I'm in a horror movie every time I get caught in the back of that piece of forest alone in the dark. Just as a side note, where we found the pentagram was only 20 yards from where I was sitting. I used to live in northern Washington state, having moved there from the Midwest for work. The town I lived in was big enough as it had a university and was close to the Canadian border, but not very populated and mostly rural, forested, and mountainous. Like the Midwest where I am from, there is a good amount of wildlife there. I would see bald eagles, owls, hawks, raccoons, deer, and I would see cougar prints on hiking trails. Thankfully, I never crossed a cougar's path that I know of. In the Midwest, I have seen plenty of deer. I cannot throw a stick without hitting one. Black bear on several occasions, and even been terrifyingly close to a moose once on accident. I am telling you all this so you know that I am 100% sure what my brain told me at first was a deer was not a deer. On the night I saw it, several years ago, I was heading back to work at around 11 p.m., I had been working the overnight shift for several weeks at this point, so was pretty used to the weird time of being at work. I was not especially tired and had already been awake for more than an hour, getting ready and had a cup of coffee in me. My commute consisted mostly of driving through flatland, since it is near the coast, with lots of trees broken up by some small fields. The road is lit with street lamps, but not enough to always be well lit the entire drive. I was coming around an unlit bend with a field on my right and a thick, treed median on my left. I saw a deer walking away from the road in the field, so I immediately let my foot off the gas and looked for more that might be coming out of the trees. Rarely did I ever see a lone deer. 
always at least two or more, sometimes as many as ten crossing together. The deer was far enough ahead still walking that I looked back at it again as I passed by. As I passed it, though, I realized that it was not a deer at all. It was just very wrong. I really do not know how else to describe it. It had stopped in the field, and it just was not a deer anymore, or anything like a deer. I think it was bigger than a deer at the very least, and I felt like it was observing me as I passed by it. I had that sinking feeling in my gut you get when something dreadful was about to happen, but I went past it, stepped on the gas, and got back to above the speed limit while gripping the steering wheel with all I had. Nothing dreadful happened, luckily, and I got to work just fine. I have moved to a different state now, but I used to always look out for that not-deer thing whenever I drove by late at night. I have no clue what I would do if I saw it again. It was not the only weird thing that happened to me there, but it is the one I think the most about. I'm not sure where to share this, but I've been freaking out for a few days now. I would love any advice anyone may have. I want to start by saying that everything that I'm about to talk about is absolutely true. And if you don't believe me, that's completely fine. I live in a woodsy area in the northwest of Ohio. My house is about a half a mile in the woods, down a long driveway. And my property is surrounded by trees from each side, except for the back, which has a field that alternates soybeans and corn every year. We're just a few minutes away from a very small village and about a half an hour away from bigger towns. I just wanted to give some background into the area before I say what happened, in case that helps at all. I've had some weird stuff happen before. I've encountered what I think are not deers. Once, there was one in my yard walking around apple trees, which isn't uncommon, but the thing was huge and absolutely ugly, and it just looked all wrong. There was also one next to a country road I was driving down with my friend once. A few years ago, I was dog-sitting for some friends. I never had a dog at this point, but I did have some experience watching them. So I was out walking this dog near the field, and he turned around as there was a huge splash in our pond. He started growling and eventually howling. Other than that, the dog was really friendly, and I'd never heard him even growl before. I joked saying it was a frogman, like the Loveland frogman, but I ignored it for the most part. Last year, my family got a dog of our own, and he's a hound dog, so he chases and barks at pretty much everything. But sometimes, he gets weird about the pond too, and he'll growl and howl at it. He doesn't really growl other than that, and I have no further explanation on what is happening over there. But the incident that I came here to share about happened only a few days ago. This year is a corn year in the field behind our house, which I always hate because I can't see past the first couple of rows, and I've always thought that it's pretty creepy. Before crops are planted, I like to rock hunt and metal detect in the field, surrounding the couple of woods scattered throughout the fields. There's a big creek that runs through it too. I mainly stick to the field directly behind my house because I don't have to wander out too far. The farthest out I've ever really gone is probably about a mile. A couple of days ago, 
I was out with my dog, walking along the line of dirt between the trees in the back of my property in the field, when my dog started growling at the corn. It obviously scared the hell out of me, and I was yelling at him to stop. When I was little, we would get coyotes around there all the time, so I figured it was more than likely a coyote. Since I didn't want myself or my dog to get hurt by the coyote, I started walking back to the house, but my dog just was not having it. He was pulling on the leash and baying and howling and losing his mind. He doesn't usually bay, and he doesn't howl unless there's a squirrel that's treed or something. So the fact that he was just screaming into the cornfield really freaked me out. We started walking again, and then I heard what sounded like a meow come from the corn. I was like, okay, it's just a cat, cool. But I have a cat, and there's plenty of barn cats that cross our property, and my dog has never once lost his mind over a cat like that before. So I keep tugging on his leash, and I'm like, dude, let's go, you're freaking me out. The cat keeps meowing, and it's getting very uncomfortably loud for a cat. It sounded like it was a lot closer than it actually was. And then this cat thing started growling, but it sounded more like a big dog, like these were massive growls. Then the corn started rustling, bigger than what a cat would ever be able to do. Luckily at that point, I was just about to my backyard, and the growling kind of developed into what sounded like a yell or a scream from a human being. I was dragging my dog at this point. My dog was growling, his hair on his back sticking up. I was scared and shaking. I was absolutely terrified. I went back to my house and told my family what happened, and they were just like, okay, cool, whatever. But I was nearly in tears. It was scary. Again, I don't know if this is the right show to share this on, or if anybody will find this scary, but to me, in that moment, I was absolutely terrified. Nothing like this has ever happened since. Not that I want it to, but if anybody has any explanations or advice, please let me know in the comments down below. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true outdoors horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. If you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me add a ton in the YouTube algorithm. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it, and that's very helpful to us. If you're new to the swamp, why not join us? Hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications to never miss a new video, as I upload them nearly every single day in all things natural and supernatural. If you're listening to this on iTunes or another podcast platform, please be sure to give this a 5-star rating, as that truly helps me out a ton over there. I'd love to know in the comments down below what story was your favorite. Definitely let me know. I'd love to get the conversation started. If you're on the go and don't have YouTube Premium, but still want to listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller scary stories no matter where you are, you can download them absolutely free from iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and just about everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. Just type in Swamp Dweller.
and I'll pop right up. Thank you guys, as always, for supporting the swamp the way you do. If you guys would like to support us outside of hitting that like button, subscribing, and maybe giving us a 5-star rating on iTunes, maybe check out the merch store. I have everything from t-shirts to hoodies to face masks and more. I'd love to see you guys wearing some cool swamp threats. I'll see you guys soon with another creepy video.